Welcome to a new season of Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism, the podcast that pulls back the curtain on all things travel and tourism in this great state of Tennessee. We are pleased to present a series of interviews recorded live and in person at the 2021 Governor's Conference on Hospitality and Tourism. On this episode, we sat down with Leon Downey, the Executive Director of Pigeon Forge Department of Tourism. Leon is a giant in the world of tourism, having led Pigeon Forge since 1989 and having served Tennessee for almost 40 years. He's been responsible for delivering over $17 billion of economic impact for his community. That's a billion with a B. That impact means prosperity, jobs, and growth for thousands of people. It's also the reason why tourism is either the first or second main industry, usually for any county in Tennessee. That commitment to a service is unsurprising as Mr. Downey is also a United States Army veteran. We thank him for his service to his community, our state, our country, and for sitting down and talking with us on this podcast. All right, we are live and alive here at the Governor's Conference of Tourism 2021. Wow. May have skipped a year, but that's okay. No one wants to relive that one anyway. So, Exactly. <laughs> look, folks, you are in for a treat here. We are with Tourism Royalty, Mr. Leon Downey, and he is the Marketing Director with Pigeon Forge. Thank you, Joseph. Absolutely. It's great to have you here. I appreciate you coming on. Glad to do it. I've been in Pigeon Forge 33 years, so it's been a long time to seen a lot you've seen a lot and and i was going to start out i was talking to chad and i said to him, you know chad give me give me a just story or a memory you know i got leon coming on here and he says he's like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna tell one story about you then <laughs> turn over to you and he says he says there's this lady that came up to you and says you know are, are you a religious man like, oh yes ma'am i am like, oh, i uh, i want to i want to know if you join me in prayers to bring a uh, a captain d exactly <laughs> you can't make stuff like that up <laughs> I, I thought somebody was pranking me at first, but she was, but she was serious. dead serious. Yeah, she and her husband, the first when she when I answered the phone, Joseph, she said, what kind of a place is this? And I said, excuse me? And she said, I've traveled, my husband and I have traveled all over the country, and we've never been to a tourism place that doesn't have a Captain D's. She said, I had to drive all the way to South Knoxville to go to Captain D's last night. It went on and on and on, and finally... After about 10 minutes, she's, that's when she asked me, sir, are you a person of faith? And I said, yes, ma'am, I am. She said, well, let's pray for a Captain D's. And so she started praying. On the phone with you. You can't make it up. Yeah. Oh, man. So, you know, <laughs> and so every time I go somewhere with the guys from Gatlinburger, Severeville, they'll, they see a picture of a Captain D's, they'll, they'll text it to me. You still don't have a Captain oh, D's yet, do you? Gonna put a little halo on the, you know, fish or the. I D's said my prayer life must not be too good because yeah, yeah. we still don't have a Captain. Well, D's. you know, like Garth says, some of God's greatest gifts. There you go. Prayer. Yeah, thirty-three years. I mean, I, I say he's an icon because you you have led and ushered in the growth of East Tennessee, of, of the whole GSM area, Great Smoky Mountains area. Um, I mean, you have probably seen and done it all in that time. But starting out, I mean, are there a couple memories that just bubble up to you in the 33 years that you've been there? Yeah, I think the thing that I'm most proud of, Joseph, and not just for Pigeon Forge, but for Gatlinburg and Sevierville and all of Sevier County, is the Winterfest program that we collectively have done together. And it's, I think, going on its 31st year this year. 
Uh, we took what was an but by the three cities working together, by putting up major winter lighting programs, we were able to take what was an off season and turn it into a major shoulder season for the three cities in the county. And it's so it, when it's I went there, right? yeah, it's continued. It started in uh, I guess 1990-91 is when it started. And so at that time, people, businesses were laying off their employees for four months because there just wasn't enough people in town to, to generate the reason for them to keep their employees. You'd see signs that say, see you in March or yes. see you in April or something like that. And they would lay those people off for the whole four season. months for the whole winter season. So they'd have to go on unemployment to survive. So all of that has changed now. I mean, we've become a year-round workforce or right. you know, economy because of that program. You are hitting on a great point, Leon, that others may have not hit on just yet, and that is that the, that the power that tourism has to shape, mm -hmm. impact, and elevate yeah. the community. Sure. Isn't it the second industry of Tennessee? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so the impact that it has, especially if someone, if an, an area or community does it right, right. Is, is immeasurable. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like I say, it's a blessing to have Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, and Sevierville right there joining each other. Right. Because our research says that they see us as one destination. That's right. So yeah. they may stay in Gatlinburg, but they're going to come to Pigeon Forge. They're going to spend money in Pigeon Forge. They're going to spend Regular money in Sevierville. And, and so yeah. we all realize that we want everybody to be successful, the three cities to be successful, because we're all going to win when they're here. So talk about, you know, that collaboration is obviously key. And then, of course, in your 33 years, and you've probably also dealt with quite a bit of adverse challenges. But, you know, would it be a fair question to say the last 18 months been one of the hardest periods? I mean, I, I kind of know the answer because I know that whole area sure. as well. But, I mean, in, in terms of just tourism in, in general, I mean, do you feel like this has been the hardest time for the industry? I think it has because of the uncertainty of COVID. And, and, but our business community in the three cities and the county embraced the pro safety protocols of the Tennessee Pledge. And they realized they had to do that in order to keep the doors open. So, right. and uh, because of that, we we as a community, the three cities, promoted the safe that we were open for business, and they were practicing the safety safety protocols of the Tennessee Pledge. And and we were only down in I think in Sevier County like 13% last year in 2020 when cities like the bigger cities were down 47 or 50 yeah. percent half or more yeah. yeah yeah a lot of the other folks on here have attributed a lot of that especially for areas that are like Gatlinburg, Sevierville, Pigeon Forge where it's spread out it's beautiful outdoor recreational right. opportunities yeah or if there are other areas of rural areas that that are sort of hidden gems right? right the COVID has opened up opportunities for those areas sure yeah that new people are discovering that because they, you know, other other options are, are closed. Yeah, they want to be outdoors and go yeah. where there aren't big crowds and things. Yeah. How do you go about turning a first-time visitor into someone who wants to continue to come back? That's a great question. Our research again says that once first-time visitors come to Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, Sevierville, at least 61% of those become repeat visitors. So in any season in Pigeon Forge, any season of the year at least 80% of the people who are there are repeat guests. Wow. A lot of those people will come as many as five, six times a year. They don't come like when you go to the beach for a week. Mm -hmm. They may only come for two or three days, but they come multiple times throughout the course of the year. And, of course, you know, that area, we, we benefit from the fact that the seasons are really different. Aren't right, they? exactly. Four distinct seasons, exactly. Are there some things that the destination can do? Uh, no, I'm asking this because, again, a lot of people can learn from you, it, 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 that they can do to to 
increase their their return or repeat visit visitation you know there's some things that they should be doing if they're not again i think you have to make the people feel special and that's one of we do a thing in pigeon forge called guest excellence training so where we actually make training available it's basically customer service training but it, we call it guest excellence training we make that available every year to our business community so and we stress you know doing things for people that you would like for them to do to you right and it's trying to make them feel and that's one of the things we get complimented on is the, the hospitality and the family feel that we have not only in Pigeon Forge but in all of Sevier County and I think that's what I hear in, in focus groups that we do for marketing and things like that yeah. they feel at home there because a lot of the people that come to Sevier County come from smaller communities. They're not from inner cities and, and things like that. And so the people that come to Pigeon Forge, they feel comfortable with the people that are there because that's the kind of people we are. Yeah, and it's, and it's funny because everybody loves Southern hospitality, yeah. but it, what it's sort of also getting from you is that it's a great place to start. But you, yeah. you also have to learn how to be even more hu right. hospitable and, and welcoming. One of the interesting things about Sevier County is, and I'm sure Mark or Brendan Sevier will tell you the same thing, is a lot of these people will come to the same, say, hotel. Right two or three, four or five times a year, right. and they come so frequently that they know the check-in staff, yeah. the check-in staff knows them. So again, it feels like family. They'll say, I'm gonna stay at Music Road Hotel, I'm gonna stay, at, my room is room 505. And when they come, that's their room. That's room. Yeah, or maybe a, a log home or something like that. Yeah. So they build that repetitive and that friendliness, and you can see it's, it's like, they say it's like I'm going home. Gotcha. The conference here is called Moving Forward. And obviously, to your point, the experience is sort of that K experience of the pandemic, right? Some destinations like your own, Pigeon Forge, have benefited from a bit of a rotation. Uh, others that are more urban uh, and, and sort of tightly, you know, congested are, are, are not benefiting from that. But where do you see things going? Because I know, you know, COVID's not going to just get up and poof away. It's going to be with us for a mm -hmm. while. Do you see moving forward being just a new normal or do you see there being both a return to normal, but then additionally from that destinations like Pigeon Forge or maybe other smaller places also seeing more people aware of and coming back to those new memories that they sure. Made? Well, I think, you know, again, uh, people are going to keep coming because of our outdoor. We have plenty of outdoor attractions. We've got America's most visited national park in our backyard. And then last year, people didn't travel much. A lot of people didn't. So they had money. And we're a drive destination. So all the research says that people are going to continue to do drive destinations and regional and those kind of things. They're not going to get on a plane or maybe a cruise ship yet at yeah. this point in time. So right. it, it works in our favor. Do you love to travel? I mean, have you, you know, I've been in the I industry do. for a long time. Sure. You know, post-pandemic, let's say things open up and, you know, everybody feels a bit safer now to get on a plane or a cruise. What's the next big adventure for you? <laughs> uh, my wife and I go to Mexico twice a year, and we haven't been in two years since the, so you're the pandemic. So, yeah, we leave on the 9th of October for 10 days. Uh, oh, man, that's we to, awesome. We go to the same resort. We've been going there for about 12 or 14 years twice a year. So it's we miss it. We miss our Mexican family. Yeah, that's incredible, man. I, I, I wish you safe travels here coming up. We're looking forward to it. Can't wait to get there and see our friends. All right. Well, sir, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Joseph. Great talking with you and hope to talk you. to you in the future. Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism is an original podcast brought to you by Design Sensory. We are a full-service integrated marketing, advertising, and digital agency. 
For 20 years, we've worked with startups, small towns, to global brands across a range of industries and business sectors to bring great ideas to life. The production team is Mary Blair, editor Sarah Plemons, producer Brad Carpenter, and I'm your host, Joseph Nother. We have a blast telling these stories, and we can't thank you enough for listening. Our hope is that you've learned something new or been inspired to do something creative. If you have, I'd love it if you'd share it or pass it on. And if you like what you heard, there's more where that came from. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Our handle is at DS underscore moments, or just search for Design Sensory. 